Hi, this is Dirk with Steward Leader, and this is The Extraordinary Life. I am so tired. I'm, I'm weary, really. There is just so much darkness, so much evil. There's so much angst and anger. I just want to wake up and have it all gone, like being awakened from a terrible nightmare. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't want to go numb. I don't want to not care. That is too easy. And that is what I see a whole bunch of people doing. These are words of a friend of mine right in the trenches of these days that we live in. And as we talked a bit, we at least scratched the surface and reached for hope. Hope is an anchor for our souls. That's what the writer of Hebrews tells us. It is a confident, trust-filled expectation that we hang on to, that we fight for, that we believe for, and that we live towards. And there is quite a beautiful picture at the end of the Bible that can give us that kind of hope. The Apostle John says this, and then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And then I heard the loud voice from the throne saying, look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. And then later we read this. The city does not need the sun or the moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and the Lamb is its lamp. This revelation tells us that there will be no more questioning to the reality of God in his love. It speaks of the healing of all the pain, fear, loneliness, and emptiness that we feel and that we know. Well, and as for darkness... God himself will be our ever-present, glorious light. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's, it's beyond amazing. So what do my friend's words and these words from Revelation say to us today? Here are some thoughts and some ideas for folks like us on the journey to the extraordinary. Number one, recapture hope from some form of wish and bring it into your life as a steadfast anchor and your trust-filled, confident expectation. Number two, ask yourself, how much more courageous is it to hope than to fall into despair, to apathy, or just plain giving up? Number three, read or listen to these verses from Revelation a few times. Can you get an emotionally charged vision of the Apostle John's vision for your life. Number four, ask this question, what does it mean for you to see a new heaven and a new earth, to know God's presence and feel it as palpable and tangible, 
to know that there will be no more tears, no more death, no more pain, and that everything is new, and that the light of God lights everything. Number five, how can hope revolutionize your life today? And number six, how can you, in little and big ways, share this hope with others? Because the extraordinary life is a life of revolutionary hope in a world that is struggling to find something to believe in, to hang on to, to hold on to. Yet, we can be embraced by hope and transformed into hope-filled people. This is a phenomenal reality of God's great adventure for our lives. We are anchored into and courageously looking and living towards the hope that God will make everything, everything new and alive and beautiful. Our God is that good. Our God is that wonderful. So as you consider new steps in your life today of revolutionary hope, a great place to start can be the steward's prayer. Lord, what do you want me to do today with all you have trusted me with to honor you and advance your kingdom? God bless you today as you live the extraordinary life.